Welcome back to another episode of Bebs with Buds. This is your host, the man of the hour. Actually, I don't, don't want to hype it up too much. I'm actually uh, pretty average. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is Kurt. Um, as you may know me as, um, you know, the guy, the Bebs with Buds, or the, you know, beer man. Uh, actually, uh, to kind of change things up a little bit, kind of kind of shake the ground, shake the surface of what's going on. I decided to kind of change it up a little bit and decided to... <laughs> fucking muttering here. It's a lot to admit this, I know. Um, why it's, it's, it's unheard of, really. I mean, we're a, we're a talented show, and we pride ourselves in going with craft beer, but I decided, you know, give it a chance. And I wanted to be able to give someone, um, you know, some first-hand advice, because uh, the product we have today... It's something that you get out of like a quick trip or racetrack or stripes or pretty much any fast convenience store that you can find in your local city street. Um, you know, the one with the homeless guy sitting outside, but he's kind of far away from the door. So like the uh, front people can't really see what's going on that he's actually asking for money. One of those stores where you go to the back corner and you, you skip past all the beer and you just keep going and you keep going you know, you've made it past your Shiners, your your Bud Lights, your Budweisers, all the way to the gray area. Now, the gray area is anywhere what I would call um, the place where um, you don't go to have a good night. So uh, they've got your 40s, you know, your Tall Boys of Steel Reserves, uh, Mike's Hard Lemonades. Now, I know everyone likes to hate on those for being a little pussy drinks. But let me tell you, those things will put you on your ass within like two or three of them, I swear to God. They're like 8%, and, you know, they're not to be taken lightly. Now, I'm not, I'm never, you'll never see me have one on this show. Um, but I decided to give this one a chance because it's kind of always interested me, especially with what it is. Um, it's one of those, you know, famous hard sodas. Um, and as much as it pains me to describe this, it's grape. Um, and for anyone that doesn't know, grape is literally my favorite. Um, fake flavor, uh, if you will. I know that grapes don't actually taste like that, you know. If you've ever had the Laffy Taffy, those are that's what I'm talking about. And, you know, they really, really fake grape flavored where kind of tastes like you're drinking cough syrup but in hard, like, candy form. And uh, this is the Hard Grape. It's by a uh, Blitz Weinhard Brewing Company. Um... I'm not sure where they're from out of, just because it doesn't really say anything too much on the bottle. Um, oh, it says it's from Wisconsin, so there you go. You know, the Yankees, they can't really handle that hard beer like the Southerners can. No, I'm, I'm just giving you shit, just because my old, one of my step-grandparents, he was from uh, Wisconsin. He could hang with the rest of them. That, uh, that's not discriminating on like an entire region of people come on now we're trying to we're you know we're trying to banter to every uh facet of people but this is the blitz weinhard brewing company henry's hard soda it's made with cans or cane sugar not canned sugar um i don't know how they would you know do that to preserve it i guess it keeps the bugs out um but it's made with cane sugar it contains alcohol as it very clearly states on the bottle um I think I'm being a little bit too critical. I, I don't know. Just let me know in the comments if I'm being a prick. Uh, it's 4.2% alcohol, and I didn't bother to look up the IBUs because it didn't say anywhere on the packaging, 
and I figured uh, it's a hard soda, so if anything, it's going to be pretty uh, non-bitter at all. So uh, I'm not going to give it. A f- I'm not, I don't know if it's a twist top. Oh, it was, and uh, oh, well, I like to use the pop tops just to be safe. You know, you never want to be that guy that you're trying to open up a pop top beer with your bare hands, you look like a jackass, because then you're trying to like Hulk out on it. And then some girl comes over and hands you your bar key thing. Like, here, dumbass, use this. It'll make it easier on you. Uh, but let's try this uh, Henry's Hard Grape. You know, I, I love cough syrup. I was always that kid who uh, his mom always had to hide the cough syrup away from. So maybe I might like this. Maybe I won't. Um, but I definitely wanted to give you all a, a general idea on whether it's good or not. I hope I've built up you know, somewhat of a trust with you. To where you can take my word on it, whether it's good or not. And if it tastes like shit, obviously I'm going to tell you. But if it's really good, well, I think I might be buying it for uh, this coming weekend, you know. And uh, so here we go. Let's give it a shot. Well, it's definitely a uh, sugary, 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 sugary. Holy shit. I mean, you can kind of taste the alcohol in it a little bit. But it really tastes kind of like a like a Welch's uh, grape soda. But you know, all in all, that's not very bad. Like, I know I've tried the uh, the black cherry kind, which tastes like dick. But this this grape one, I don't know if I'm just you know a big fan of grape or whatnot. I mean, I am, but usually, you know, when they try to imitate stuff like this, it tastes like ass. But you know, that's pretty good. Like, I can see you know some. Um, you know, demographic of people really liking this stuff as opposed to drinking beer because it has a lot of more flavor. It's very sugary, um, very very sweet. I think uh, if you were to try and like chug one of these, you'd have a you know diabetic seizure, which I I don't know. You might have them already, but just in case, you might want to stay away from this. Um, but all in all, that's not bad. Like I can easily drink the rest of this because I don't I ran out of Dr. Peppers today I'm a kind of a fiend when it comes to Dr. Pepper now like I've drank in Diet Coke obviously before my mother's like a fucking has an addict has an addiction to it um which is kind of weird how like everyone that you ever see that drinks Diet Coke that's literally all they ever fucking drink other than like a little monster or something like that to kind of change it up but you will never see them order anything else to drink other than it's not alcohol or sweet tea because you can't really, you know, diss on sweet tea. Uh, but you'll never see someone who regularly drinks Diet Coke order anything other than Diet Coke. It's like a like a slightly economically friendly crack addiction. And uh, that's about as family friendly as I can really describe it. You know, it's almost sickening the way you see people they drink it and it's just it consumes their life and that's all they ever do is just drink fake sugar like here with henry's hard soda this isn't an ad or anything you get real pure cane soda you get the authentic punch in the mouth cane sugar soda i mean yeah there's booze in it a little bit but what doesn't have booze nowadays i mean shit like most days if you go out on the weekends once after you're like 22 because when you're 21 you you're kind of new to the scene, and it's all fresh, and you've been partying before, but you've never really quite gone that hard as you go like in you know, local bars and everything like that. But once you get out to the real world, you, you go out and you drink 
and then you wake up the next morning and go about your business. That's not how it is once you reach that certain pinnacle to where now it's like you try and reach different bounds and leaps to where um, now you're like you and your friends are getting ready to go day drinking instead of waking up at like 10, maybe having breakfast and spending the afternoon drinking. You're waking up at like 7 o'clock to get ready to fucking go out to a concert or something and tailgate all day to barely kind of make it to the concert and barely remember any of it. Like, um, this coming weekend, if you're in the Dallas Metroplex area and you are around, um, Frisco, be sure to come by, um, I know it's kind of like old school, but the Jimmy Buffett show, uh, we're not going to the concert. We've gotten, uh, three parking spots with tents and everything. We're going to tailgate it. We're going to tailgate the show, that concert and cookout barbecue and everything like that. I mean, we're not going to the show, but we're at least going to party before the show so we're getting there probably around like nine o'clock in the morning and we've already sworn like some kind of religious pact to start drinking by like eight o'clock that day and i'm like well i'll i'll shotgun a beer at 8 a.m but i'm still bringing the you know that those boxes of coffee from dunkin donuts that everyone's so fond of i mean i gotta get ready for the day just because it's a saturday doesn't mean i don't need coffee to actually wake up and vitalize my organs i've actually found myself to where now like I will literally get to work and not even talk to a single person until I have at least one sip of coffee and a Pop-Tart. Like, I, I don't care how old I am. I could be 62 years old, my wife, watching Jeopardy at 5 o'clock in the morning because that's what old people do, waiting on dinner. And I'd still be, be like, Martha, get me, get me a, give me a Pop-Tart, please. And... <laughs> Like, I can definitely see that happening <laughs> because Pop-Tarts are just, oh, they're just fucking a part of my childhood. And even now, like, for my office, I'll literally go out to, like, Walmart or Kroger or wherever I can and buy, like, giant fucking boxes of the cookies and cream Pop-Tarts, which are obviously the worst for you because it's nothing like caking your entire mouth with, like, these sweet candy-esque chocolatey taste that... It's just so good and it like touches you down at your core like a, such a passion of like it literally you take that first bite of the cookies and cream pop tart. Now it's not to be confused with like the Oreo pop tarts, but the cookies and cream pop tarts. You you take that first bite and you never want to just bite into it because you're gonna get black shit all over your mouth. But um um you never want to get the black shit all over your mouth and, and then. That's just a whole nother mess combined, and then you, all of a sudden you've got it all over your lips, and you just got to clean yourself up, and you look like you just sucked off Tyrone in the back alley, and that's just not its not a good look, especially not in an office environment. But, you know, you break off little pieces, and you break off a small piece, and you break that piece in half, you throw that bitch in your mouth, and it doesn't just, you know, coat your mouth with, the, you know, the chocolatey cookies and cream goodness, but it touches you down to your core. It, you take that first little gulp with coffee, and it washes into your soul like a some type of cascade tsunami of love that just encroaches on you and rejuvenates your body and mind to where you don't even remember what you were, you know, grumpy about this morning. Whether some dickhead just decides to, you know, pull out in front of you and drive ten miles under the speed limit because that's just what people around uh, the Dallas area like to do, especially in the Plano area. They like to literally just pull their giant fucking truck right in front of you and then drive like 10 miles under the speed limit knowing i mean they you know that they know i'm like already 10 minutes late to work and I've, i'm still about 20 minutes away so 
at this point they're just mocking me you know shoving into my face that ha you are in a tiny ass kia you can't come up and like ram me off the road um but i'm just gonna say don't don't fucking test me <laughs> but um yeah definitely um sorry to get off topic there um if you're around the dallas area come to you know the i think it's the dr pepper center or whatever um whatever that concert place is in frisco where the you know they have jimmy buffett this year come find come scour the parking lots you'll see a giant uh saturdays are for the boys uh flag flying in the air you know a couple tents i'll probably be passed out drunk in the pool but i mean you could say hi to my friends maybe have a hot dog or two you know it's not a big deal do whatever you want but just know that we'll be out there you know if you want to come up say hi anything you want to do uh come shotgun a beer with us it'll be great and uh, i'll be honest we can't say no it's it's not in our genetic coding to actually be able to deny you know a negative influence in our lives but it should be a lot of fun yeah i just really hope that i'm ready for it i mean literally today i stopped and i stopped by the liquor store first because i was like well i'm gonna make jello shots probably about a hundred of them and get them all ready for saturday but then i saw i was like well do y'all have any smaller bottles of everclear because Let's face it, what's the point of a jello shot if you don't eat three of them and you're already feeling like you're off your ass? Um, but what I think is, um, don't tell anyone that I'm you know, going with like Jeff or any of those other dickheads. Um, so we've got this um, moonshine, right? So for the jello shots, I bought a, you know, a big bottle of vodka. It's pretty cheap. Like the cheapest vodka you can get, you know, Taka, like the stuff that they give you at um, really like high scale really high scale you know nightclubs and everything they give it to you whenever you ask for just well and that's all fine and dandy nobody really gives a shit but you know i got the cheapest vodka i could get for the jello shots because who cares but but we've still got moonshine left over from months and months ago it's just been sitting in the fridge brewing brooding around waiting to be consumed and i've, I've tricked a couple people into drinking it like i don't know if you've ever seen on the uh youtube channel the shot roulette um video that we did where we made jesus drink a big old shot like a full-on shot of just straight moonshine and i don't know if you've ever shot in everclear but it literally it 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 really just is not a good time and you instantly feel it like it hits you you take the shot and as soon as you cock your head back it's like someone was following your head going forward with their foot to kick you right in the back of the fucking head and it's it's almost like a like a beautiful thing of you could maybe take two or three shots and be good for the entire day, or you could just drink the whole entire bottle. But usually we'd go with jello shots, and so I'm going to make a few of them with that, and hopefully I'll have enough, and we'll see how that turns out. But other than that, it should be you know a wonderful time of, of joyous occasion of drunken mishappens. Um, if you can, uh, try to blend in with the older crowd. You know, a lot of them have been doing it since they were our age. And so it's kind of important to try to blend in. So maybe stop by Walmart, go to Amazon, get you nice, like, a Hawaiian T-shirt. You know, one that buttons up. It's not too crazy, not too not too modest. And uh, really let that chest hair grow out. Like, really just let it just kind of encroach your whole entire body. Um, I mean, I'm not, but that's just a whole different question. 
but try to blend in with the older crowd. Maybe spread a mustache if you can. Wear some like circular glasses. Um, you know, it really really fit the part. Um, but it's really it's kind of exciting because it's. Um, I love this newest meme that's come out. It's it's been so amazing. It's 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 really just a meme that's by men for men, and it's really great because we finally have something that's all on our own, and we can kind of poke fun at other you know stuff like. Uh, so if you know it's the cracking open a cold one with the boys, um, I know there's a there's a funny picture I'll post. You'll see it on the um, on the Instagram page, um, where it's it's literally Darth Vader and he's like, "Oh, where where are the boys? Are they safe? Are they cracking open cold ones?" <laughs> it's just fucking, it's funny as shit. And even with like the Saturdays are for the boys is finally coming back. I don't even know about it till this year, but I guess it's it's been an ongoing thing to where they have like videos from back in like the eighties where they're like, Whoa, what what's Saturday for? Oh, it's for the boys, duh, don't be a dumbass. Alright. Now, I've heard some negative response from like some women that, you know, why are why is Saturday for the boys coming back? So why is it relative now, especially in the most progressive time that we have? Um, well it's because we're you know, women you can have you can have Sunday all the way through till Friday, you know, do whatever you want, be the be the prettiest princess ever, but listen, when Saturday comes around, that's for the boys. You got to respect that, and you know, all during the summer, that flag is gonna be flying. Saturdays are for the boys. Be sure to get yours. I don't know where to get them. Garrett, uh, you know, lovely old Garrett. He he's the one that got the one that we're gonna be using. But I know you can find them somewhere. Definitely, if you're if you're a man, or if you identify as a man, um, anything that you feel like you relevate towards that, be sure to represent. Because let's say it, Saturdays are for the boys. It's just how it's gonna be for the entire summer, and you know chicks might not like it. But then again, you know it's it's we gotta focus on ourselves. We gotta take care of ourselves. This is a really crucial time where we're at our most vulnerable, and we you know, really got to strive to kind of separate the, from the norm and really take care of our own. And so <laughs> that's, that's just my two cents. And actually in getting ready for summer, I've, I've actually been changing up my, my regimen a little bit. It's, it's been pretty nice lately. I, um, you know, kind of started eating better. That's still the hardest part about, you know, being fit is actually eating like it. You know, you can't just, I had this really bad habit and I actually started leaving my wallet at home whenever I go to the gym to where I will leave my wallet at home. Now, if I get pulled over or something, whatever, I'll have a good excuse. But like, I've got, I had this really bad habit to where I would I would get done working out and I'd be on my way home and I'd see the Taco Bell. Now, if anyone knows me, you know my weakness for Taco Bell and especially the, the cheese sauce that they give to you. Oh. And I even saw a video like a couple weeks ago about this old man who found like maggots and worms crawling in his cheese sauce. I do not give a shit. I will still eat that till the day I die. Those maggots could come out, pop out, and say, "Hey, Kurt, uh, can you not eat this batch?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, dude, chill out." And I'd you know throw him a little tomato, let him just roast on that for a little bit, and then get some more cheese sauce. You know, yeah, it's not a thing that I can turn away, but. Leaving my wallet at home whenever I go to the gym is definitely, you know, turned out for the better because I don't really, you can't stop at Taco Bell on the way home and get, you know, a couple of Burrito Supremes if you don't have money for it. So, it's my two cents and I'll be right back with the rest of the show. Y'all stay tight. 
well, I don't know. I don't know about stay tight. You know, do whatever you want. You know, stick around, and I'll see y'all back here in a little bit. Welcome back, everybody, to the show of the hour. Your friends, your Bev and Bud after dark. No, honestly, I've got to get a, I've got to get a certain schedule where I start producing these a little bit earlier in the evening. Cause, I mean, I'm not an early bird. I've never been an early bird except for when I was a little pup, just cause I was a little piece of shit. But, I mean, it's hard enough for me to get up as it is, and then. I'm sitting here finishing the show. It's 11.37 at p.m. So, just as a frame of, like, mind of when you record these. I don't mind. Like, I love it. I love this shit, and it's it's really just a, a cool thing, and I like, I, I kind of like to just talk. Like, it's a, it's a, it's a gift and a curse, and it's, uh, some people love it, some people hate it, some people just wish I'd shut the fuck up sometimes. Um, but most of those are people who, like, aren't, you know, they don't have, like, a good sense of humor. Because, I mean, you can either, you know, think I'm funny sometimes or, like, you can be wrong. It's just not how it is. Um, so, ever since summer's begun, I've started, like, this, uh, where all I do is, like, an hour of cardio a day now. It's hard as fuck because I suck at cardio. Like, after, like, the first five minutes, I'm already looking at the clock. No matter what I'm watching, I could be watching some of my favorite shows, you know, new episode, everything. And I could still be staring at that clock at five minutes, being like, "What the fuck? I thought I thought it was already an hour so far. Well, I don't know why it's taking so long." And so that's like a hurdle I've had to accomplish or conquer. At least I know like I can, you know, push myself past that point to go, you know, even further beyond. That's a little Dragon Ball Z reference. And honestly, like I I don't know how many people like that listen to this understand like anime and everything like that i understand dragon ball z and dragon ball super is like its own entity it's not really quite as you know anime-esque as you know most other shows but it's still in the same kind of category to where it's you know a japanese first and everything but my goodness if you did not see um the new episode from this saturday which kind of sucked. Okay, so you know there's like these streaming services, right? Not streaming services, but they're people who go on YouTube and they'll stream it live. And before they stream it live, they'll play like all these different movies, you know, you know the Bardock movie, everything like that. They'll play everything in between from the sun to the moon. And you watch this time and you're like, fuck yeah, it's only like an hour to go till, um, you know, the new episode comes out. So it's Saturday morning, I'm laying in bed. And usually, like, I'll lay in bed till probably about noon, maybe. Just, I'm not sleeping. I, I won't sleep at all after 8. But I like to just lay there, watch a little bit of, you know, TV on my phone. Because that's the thing, like, having to actually get out of my bed and go into the living room and watch TV is just such a pain in the ass. And it's so 1980s, and I just can't. It's not a, you know, I've got to actually like, commit to that. I've got to, like, get ice cream. i got to get on the couch, some Diet Dr. Pepper, you know, get all covered up in a blanket, be able to relax, and then from there, um, I'm set and I can relax on the couch all day, but at that, after that point, I'm not getting up for the rest of the day, like, I'm just bumming the fuck out, like, there could be a, a tornado about to land on top of my building, 
and I will still not move. I'm just like, take me, motherfucker. I dare you. You don't want this kind of burden. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I'll lay in bed till about noon. And so I was on YouTube around, like, 11. And I saw, I was like, oh, shit, they're about to start streaming the, the new episode here in a couple hours. And so it was a live stream where they were playing, like, all the old-style movies, like, even ones from, like, Dragon Ball. And so it was it was a cool idea, and I was really pumped for it because I was like, fuck yeah, you know, I just got to sit through this. It's all in Japanese. Fuck it, I don't care. And I can watch the new episode as soon as it streams. And then I sit through about an hour, and it's finally gotten to this point. And then, you know, the new episode of Dragon Ball Super starts, and I'm just sitting there staring at the screen, wondering why there's no fucking subtitles on there. Obviously, I don't speak Japanese. I don't. I'm not that kind of person. I don't. I don't speak any other languages than like English and a lot of Spanish. Like, that's just not you know in my list of skills. You know, at this point, I can try. Um, let's just say if I ever go to Japan, I hope there's subtitles subtitles under the people. Um, but it was like God. I just sat through all this time waiting. I mean, granted, I'll never bitch about watching a Dragon Ball Z movie. Um, just because, you know, they're such an integral part of my childhood. And you know, when you were a kid, you had that thing where you saw, okay, so like in the Majin Buu saga where, um, you know, Gohan teaches Videl how to fly and you, you know, you can't even deny it that you sat there on your little bedroom floor while you were watching that on your VHS and you sat there with your legs crossed and you focused for like five minutes trying to fly. You know, you fucking did that. Don't even lie to yourself. I already told your wife, you know, she, she, you know, laughed about it for a bit, but we moved past it, but no, it's just, it's really cool. And so after, you know, subsiding from that, I finally relaxed for a little bit and I got up and I went to the gym, you know, trying to struggle it out. Got to watch the new episode and my goodness, you got to see like Goku went to go uh, recruit Frieza. Well, spoiler alert, obviously, you know, what's going to happen if you watched the previous episode, but if you haven't seen the newest episode, uh, fast forward maybe like five minutes. Um, but the new, um, you know, Saiyans that were introduced from the new from the other universe, you know, um, Khalifa and got Kale. I love how, you know, they might not be on Planet Vegeta, but everyone that's a Saiyan has like a name that's somewhat of a vegetation, like Kale, uh, Kaba, like cabbage. Um, Khalifa like cauliflower, um, Vegeta like vegetables. That's like given, you know, Planet Vegeta, and then Kakarot, which I think is like carrot. I could be wrong. I I don't know where that actually came from, but I don't really care that much. I never put too much thought into it. Um, but yeah, you see them, and then all of a sudden they're sitting there talking shit to this chick Kale, thinking, oh, she's just some old punk, punk ass chick who can't, you know, handle her emotions. And then she starts, like, freaking out and screaming, and then she gets just jacked as shit, grows, like, a full, like, two feet taller, you know, has arms the side of my fucking head at this point, and she just starts beating the shit out of Kaba, and, you know, they finally settle her down. She passes out because she can't handle that kind of power, and it was just such an incredible scene, so I really can't wait until we get until... um, you know, for the turnip to finally start, because they sure are taking their sweet-ass time. I know they're explaining a lot of it. You know, the principal and everything, building the team. And so that's, like, a very important part. But it's like, fuck, can I just start already? 
you know, you've got the whole team together. The gang's all there. Krillin's not backing down. He's not bitching out. Um, you know, Yamcha's still at home, probably crying. It's, you know, it's whatever. The same same trivial shit. I'm just ready for them to start because I want them to get to the tournament and start fighting to where Kale, the female Broly character, is like jacked as shit and just starts beating the fuck out of guys. And then it kind of clicks in everyone's heads like, oh shit, that's, uh, you know, Chick Broly, Broly with tits. And it's it's kind of a weird look, to be honest. Like, you see this giant fucking, you know, Amazonian-type woman, you know, with, you know, boobs and a butt, uh, for lack of a better term. And which actually brings me to uh, my other thing. I actually almost forgot. I have the uh, the word of the day from our good friends over at uh, Urban Dictionary, or Urban Dick, I like to call it, because you never really get anything good out of it. Um but, you know, we're not going with a word this time. It's more of a phrase. Uh, it's like a term of endearment to where you kind of... It's like something you can use in your own personal life. So, And sometimes you feel a little uncomfortable. And uh, so the phrase this week is, I'm going to go polish my turtle. Now, what might you think that means? Come on, be honest. Let me just give you just a couple seconds. Just give it a thought. Um... You know, let it kind of fester in your head. Let's just kind of figure that out. I'm going to go polish my turtle. Some might think it's a, a term for violent masturbation. You know, who knows? I, I guess you'll find out here in a second. All right. You got your answers. Um, hope you didn't cheat. Don't go to the fucking Urban Dictionary website. It's hard enough to find. Um, but it's when a person feels uncomfortable in a sentence and feels the need to leave suddenly without alarming or making other people mad. Also used to make your exit more lighthearted and funny. So it's like if you're uncomfortable in a situation or a conversation and you just want to get the fuck out of there, you know, I'm going to go polish my turtle. And people will be kind of awestruck, like, what the fuck did he just say? And you kind of just make your escape there. Uh, but that's the Urban Dictionary phrase of the week. Um, you know, I couldn't really say a word. It's about five of them. So um, if you consider I'm a one singular word. You know, Texas talk. Uh, I don't know. I'm not up to date with all the slang these kids are using nowadays. So, I recently uh, decided to take it upon myself. I've always had like a, a, you know, I've never really been that into, you know, anime and all that kind of stuff up until like my time in the military where I had friends there that would kind of show me the ins and outs and, you know, what's cool and what's popular. And then... You know, we'd, I'd watch shows with them, you know, whatever, keep up with everything. And so I decided I didn't want to, I wanted to go to this convention this year, but I didn't want to pay for shit. You know, I wanted to be able to just go, enjoy my time maybe. And so I signed up to volunteer at a Anime Fest this year um, because I thought it'd be a cool experience. I'm in charge of social media, which is kind of easy for me, especially with like the other, you know, business endeavors that I'm involved in. And so it, it's kind of relative to like my field. So I figured I could do a lot of good. And so... I'm kind of excited, you know, kind of have a first-hand experience of what goes on behind the scenes because I'm not really that involved when it comes to, like, going to panels and shit like that. I just like going around and being in the environment. It's just, like, a different kind of world, and sometimes it's a little cringeworthy, especially when you go to, the, like, you accidentally read something wrong. You end up in one of those late-night fucking anime porn tentacle 
you know, watching parties and you're just like, what the hell is going on? And what are all of you doing here? I'm calling the police. Um, but no, I, I figured it'll be a good experience to be able to get, you know, some, some real behind the scenes look at what's going on. And I might do a couple of videos while I'm over there too, just as like a, an experience, um, to just kind of feel it out. Um, totally non-related well it's kind of related but in a, in a different sense um i actually just watched the justice league trailer today for the first time and i know it's been out for a while but holy shit i haven't even seen wonder woman yet but i've heard amazing things about it um rotten tomato says it's polished or whatever the fuck they say i never trust rotten tomatoes because they'll give a movie that absolutely blows like the lobster you know i can't remember what they gave it but Obviously, it's something that was a little bit too above what they should have gotten because I wasn't a fan of the lobster. Therefore, they should have the same opinion as me. Um, but I, you know, supposedly Wonder Woman was really good. And I saw this trailer to where you see, you know, Batman going up and talking to the Flash. And the Flash is like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, guy. You need to leave me alone because I'm, you know, super quick. And he tries to throw a, a batarang, I think that's what it's called. A bat, a bat knife at him, a bat blade, bat, a bat, a bat cutter, box cutter, razor blade thing. Throws it at him, and he's like, "Oh, you, you're the Batman. Okay, now you're a cool guy. We'll, we'll hang out, and be friends." But it was just such an epic trailer, and I really, really, really hope that they follow a trend with like what they did with the Amazon or Wonder Woman. To where they keep up that momentum with the strong characters and really good defining points and not trying to put too much into like the CGI and everything. Just really giving like a solid, you know, we need a solid story as much as we love. Badass action. We still from time to time need like a solid story. So somewhere in the mix of that, like I still never saw Power Rangers because I don't really have any interest in it. Um... You know, I'm, I'm not very well versed in movies, but I did actually see a movie this past Sunday with my mother, um, you know, lovely gal. But whenever I went over there for dinner and she's like, oh, we'll pick out a movie on demand. I was going through the on demand screen and I thought, huh, OK, so there's a movie with Will Smith. Will Smith looks kind of sad in it. It's called uh, Collateral Beauty. And I saw it. and I was like. Okay, we'll watch the trailer, see what it's about. And so I watched the trailer, and I was like, oh, shit, this looks really heavy. You know, I don't really know if I'll like that. But we decided to watch it anyway, say fuck it, because at the end of the day, it's never going to be a video, a movie that I can watch with my buds, you know, just hanging out. They're going to look at me with, like, a tear going down my face and call me a loser and kick piss in my hand, or in my face, sorry. And they, it's, it's kind of a weird, pat, like, you know, show of force to throw your own piss in somebody else's hand. That's not usually the the popular thing to do. Um, but, shit. Uh, Collateral Beauty was just really fucking good in it. The story was really well written. The way the actors, everything about it was amazing. And it had just the most perfect twist at the end that like make your butthole pucker up just a little bit. Like someone squirted a little bit of lemon juice on there after a hard, you know, hard wiping. So it'll, it's definitely a good watch. I'll give it like an 85 out of uh, 100 because there are some points where it was kind of going a little bit too fast for them to character develop and everything, and it put too much in the interactions. But, you know, here and there, it's, it's whatever. Um, 
being June 6th, I just wanted to make it a point because it's our first ever, you know, Bez with Buds that we're doing it on this date. And uh, within that, uh, today on this day was D-Day of uh, World War II where we stormed the board be the borches of Mo- <laughs> God damn, the borches of Normandy. No, the uh, beaches of Normandy where we went in, we we got slaughtered right off the gate, and we still ended up persevering, kicking ass, and taking names. And it was just an amazing time back when you know men were men and sheep were nervous. And uh, I hope that one day we can get back to that time, <laughs> because um, you know all the all the softness is a little overrated to be honest. And, um, you know, that's just my two cents, but that's neither here nor there. But, um, anyways, everybody, I'm going to jump off here. I'm going to go tend to my wounds from the gym, maybe stretch a little bit. Um, maybe get started on these jello shots. If you don't know how to make jello shots, um, be sure to tune into the video on our space Otter YouTube channel and see exactly what goes into the eyes of making, um, jello shots for all your stupid friends because, um, they decided to put you in charge of that as opposed to doing something cooler and more masculine like, um, you know, tenderizing me. I'll beat the fuck out of a nine-pack rib. But uh, anyways, everybody, I'll be jumping off here. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week. And uh, stay frothy, ladies and gents. You know I love you.